Doctor said you got PCOS. Now go on, girl, just lose some weight. Till I took the symptoms into my own hands and reversed them naturally. So I became a dietitian to help my sisters feel the best they've ever felt. Take a step in my direction if you wanna prove them wrong and take control of yourself. So after all these months, some would say years, of our <laughs> garden coming together, yeah. we finally cultivated two, a tomato. two tomatoes. Two tomatoes. Yeah. One for good. a sister, one for a mister. <laughs> for those who uh, have maybe a new listeners, for the last year or so, we've been trying to build like a garden, but we had so many obstacles. For example, we were uh, attacked by aphids. Uh, which destroyed our jalapenos and like kale. Yes, yes. And then yeah. there were squirrels digging up soil and just causing a mess. <laughs> Everything was rotting Nats. because we don't have enough sun. Yeah, there was like flies coming in and taking over all the dirt. It was basically... It was a mess. It was C- a mess. Sirak every night would go out to garden yeah. and slay the dragons. And like, like, honestly. Yeah, and we're trying to be organic, you know? We're trying not to use like harmful stuff. Like we're, yeah. you, I'm using neem oil, which is like an organic way to control like, you know... Uh, insects and stuff so it's not as effective so i have to work around the clock around the clock literally leaf by leaf (laughs) node by node i don't know what to even do anymore and right now i'm barely maintaining three tomato plants like it's going okay right now (laughs) but like every day Every other day, I'm like putting these things and doing you that. You should see his face when he's spraying that neem oil. Yeah. He has concern. I know. And concern. When I, yeah. And when I wake up in the morning, some days it's like a broken branch. I'm like, gosh darn it. It wasn't. How? How yeah. It, it just wasn't um, supported in the right ways, I guess. Well, I'll tell you one thing. It was the best tomato of my life. Yeah. I can't believe I just said, gosh darn it. When did I, mean, I become so PG? <laughs> Since we started a podcast. I guess so. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Um, but with that being said, today episode, today's episode is about PCOS and the metabolic dysfunction behind PCOS, basically all explained. Personally, I think yeah. this is a great episode where Talin is going to really go into the science. She's really, really um, well versed. versed in this. So. In metabolic dysfunction. Yeah. Well, I got to tell you, it is very helpful to know these facts so that when you're making diet and lifestyle changes you can actually understand physiologically what it is doing for you. And you're not just doing this foo-foo thing that you heard about. You know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. So you might be wondering, like many other sisters, why is it so hard to lose weight? What is the problem here? Sometimes we feel like our body is broken. And that's not the truth. We are not broken, but our metabolism might be in struggle city and falling apart. But we can fix it. It's going to be okay. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> It's not permanent. Like if, if your metabolism is too no. low, or there's something going on. It's not permanent. The body has an amazing way of healing itself, which I just think is something you should always know. Everyone should think this way. Your body can heal itself. Mm-hmm you can reverse your PCOS symptoms. So, you know, many of us, we've Googled things, we've found information about PCOS, and we're told to change our macros or reduce our carb intake, our calorie intake, and work out more. Sirak knows it. When we met, I was working out like crazy. Kickboxing, spin classes. Mm -hmm. 
Yeah, he tried to show me the slow-weighted workouts and I was too busy trying to run around the gym. Yeah. <laughs> but, you know, this type of method of weight loss is so common. It's told by our doctors. And I honestly feel like this is one of the most inefficient and oversimplified ways to lose weight, like just work out more and cut your calories. It's inefficient, oversimplified, and I've honestly never heard of anything, literally anything so ineffective in my life. <laughs> I can't believe they're teaching people this. It's like, it's like so archaic. Like it's all about metabolism, hormones, how your body is, your genetics, the yeah. things like this. It's nothing to do with calories unless, you know, so you're starving yourself then some people might lose weight that way and others, they don't. They gain yeah. weight when they're starving themselves. I mean, even if you do lose weight that way for a little bit little bit period of time, is it really sustainable yeah. or is it going to come back when, once you know revert to your normal day-to-day -day life? You know, yeah. It's not easy being doing restrictive stuff like no. that. No, and it breaks your metabolism yeah. further yeah. and it makes the uncontrollable weight gain happen even worse. So in essence it's like temporary fixes that are like further breaking your metabolism yeah. and then you know making it harder for you to lose weight so metabolic dysfunction it's basically when the body is not processing energy properly or mm -hmm. you're not storing your energy properly like for example you'll find yourself dealing with stubborn weight as a result of metabolic dysfunction it's it's not because of the calories once again it has to do with how your metabolism is working. And we're just handed like pharmaceuticals and told to cut calories. And yeah. we want to change this narrative around PCOS weight loss because we want to help sisters and doctors and anyone who's listening to understand what's happening with the metabolic dysfunction and how we can reverse that. Yeah. So if you get healthy, the weight will come off naturally. And this is only possible when you reduce your inflammation and you're improving your blood sugar control and you, you know whether or not you have a thyroid problem. These are all metabolic signs and, that you need to address in order to have natural weight loss so that you're not constantly thinking of weight loss. You're just functioning throughout your day and your body's doing its job. Yeah. Yeah, so, absolutely. I hope I've broken that down well. No, it's, it's amazing. And like you said, it, you can help improve this with mm -hmm. inflammation and blood sugar control. And I think it's it's important that's like dive deep into that. Like it kind yeah. of explained that the process behind why the inflammation is impacting the metabolic dysfunction, why blood sugar is so much important, you know, managing your insulin resistance. Mm -hmm. And speaking of inflammation, I always love to kind of explain what inflammation is because I feel it's such a common term, mm -hmm. but not not everyone really knows like what actually inflammation is and whether it's good or bad or like yeah. what what it does. So for those um, wondering what inflammation is, basically imagine uh, well there are two types of inflammation. There's acute and chronic. Imagine if you were to hit your elbow against you know the wall or something and there's a cut or it gets swollen. Basically your body sends um, your body sends blood cells to the area to go ahead and protect the area and make sure that there's no further damage. That's why the area gets swollen and red and basically there's inflammation happening. That's acute. But chronic is when this inflammation is, is ongoing and consistent and basically there are multiple battlegrounds of inflammation happening in your body. Mm -hmm. And one example mm -hmm. of this is, you know, when you eat gluten, we've talked about in the past how it can cause a leaky gut and yeah. cause basically... It causes inflammation in everybody yeah. and some more than others. So 
of course, everyone doesn't have a crazy reaction to it or a reaction at all, but while others do, I mean, there's studies that literally show that zonulin that's released in your stomach when you eat gluten and how, you know, it causes the tight junctions to loosen up and these little tears to appear so that the gluten gets through and then causing chronic inflammation. Now it's in your bloodstream. So this is what happens. I mean, to a certain degree, depending on the person. So So there's so there's much we can do about inflammation. We hear about so many supplements that we can take, so many things, so many special teas and you know, there's all these like um tea detoxes things like this that reduce inflammation and you know, some good, some bad. Yeah. So basically the more weight we gain, the more our fat cells become larger and they store toxins and estrogen and the more toxins that are stored, the more inflammation that we have. And the more inflammation we have, the more weight we gain because that is causing metabolic dysfunction. So we start producing less fat burning hormones like adiponectin when we Mm -hmm. have a lot of inflammation as well. So that that can really um, make you feel like a weight plateau is happening. So all this inflammation, it disrupts your cells function. Not only is it releasing adiponectin, it's also causing more insulin resistance. And so this, oh my gosh, could I talk for an hour about (laughs) insulin resistance, leads to weight gain. Yeah. And it's an absolute mess for our immune system. So it starts with the inflammation. Now, now we have a blood sugar problem. Now the insulin hormone isn't able to give the cell the sugar from the bloodstream to burn for energy because the cell is numb to it. It's inflamed. It doesn't want to communicate with the insulin hormone. Mm -hmm. (laughs) And Mm -hmm. here we go with insulin resistance. And then you'll start feeling fatigue, hangry attacks, um, moodiness, you know, you're hungry and then suddenly, you know, you eat and then you have a blood sugar crash and you're hungry again and just you'll feel like you don't have endurance while you exercise too and it also manifests as acne painful cystic acne so insulin resistance can trigger a high testosterone and that testosterone can gather around the hair follicle and the sebum um, oil gland the the oil gland next to the hair follicle can overproduce oil sebum and that causes cystic acne because it's like inflamed yeah and so for those wondering like uh, how to reverse hair loss or you know facial hair and things of that nature that's basically what Tan just explained there it's hyperandrogenism which mm-hmm. means elevated male hormones which in most cases for women with pcos is caused by insulin resistance because that insulin resistance causes the overproduction of testosterone in the body so mm-hmm. that's where a lot of the um the root causes are for the hair loss or yeah, facial hair as well. Exactly. I mean, look at how your metabolic health affects all your symptoms, all the way down yeah. to facial hair, acne, and hair loss. Did you hear about that sister who took Ovacetol and finally got her period after a year of not having one? Incredible. 
I see those kinds of messages on Instagram a lot. How does that even happen? Well, Ovacetol helps with healing insulin resistance, a common root issue that most PCOS sisters have. And by targeting insulin resistance, we're seeing sisters kick those crazy cravings, finally regulate their periods, ovulate, and improve their egg quality. Each packet of Ovacetol has a 40 to 1 ratio of myo-inositol and d chiroinositol This ratio is similar to the ratio that should be found in the body. But with women like me who have PCOS, this ratio is often imbalanced. So taking Ovacetol can be super effective in treating insulin resistance starting from the root of the issue. So awesome. It tastes like nothing. So just warn me when you put it in a cup so I don't drink it. You got it, boo. Check out the link in the description to get 15% off your order. All right, babe, let's take a moment to correct our posture, take a deep breath, and have some pure spectrum CBD. Sure. Hey, sisters, CBD can help with acne, inflammation, anxiety, sleep, and so many other PCOS symptoms. I personally take it throughout the day to help keep my stress hormones nice and low. Not to mention, I sleep like a baby every night and I don't wake up fatigued at all. Now open your mouth, please, so I can give you a serving. Ah. Uh... Now hold it for 60 seconds. Head over to PureSpectrumCBD.com and use the code THESISTERHOOD, one word, for 10% off. Can I stop now? Nope, you got 30 more seconds. So with having blood sugar issues um, and you feel hangry, hangry attacks, this is a sign, a major sign of metabolic dysfunction. Mm -hmm. Like your body is so dependent on the sugar that it receives from the food you're eating when you're eating it that it's not able to tap into fat stores for energy in between eating periods so like when you're not eating your lunch or your dinner in between lunch and dinner if you're having hangry attacks and you constantly have to eat snacks mm -hmm. i mean this is a sign that your metabolic dysfunction is happening and your body isn't able to shift from glucose burning mode which is from when you're eating to fat burning mo mode which is when you're not eating because when yeah. you're not eating that insulin hormone is nice and low it should be nice and low. And that's a sign for your body to burn fat. But with insulin resistance, it's still high. Yeah. You eat, your body releases insulin so that you can store what you eat into your cells, burn it for energy. And the cells are resistant to it. So the insulin remains high for long periods of time. Wow. And while the insulin hormone is high, it is blocking fat burning. Great. So I just wanted to clarify so when you're eat when you're eating your body should be burning glucose mm -hmm. and then when you're not eating it should be fat burning, burning. fat interesting That's so weird. and it all has to do with what your insulin levels are so mm -hmm. your insulin's high when you're eating you know that's fine that's your yeah. metabolism working and it should be low when you're not eating. And that's when the body shifts into fat burning mode. Yeah. And when you don't have good proper insulin control, then um, you're not able to do that. And yeah. you gain weight uncontrollably because you, you feel hangry. You like you're going to die if you don't eat a snack or something, you know. Yeah. And I've been there. They say don't eat any carbs. Not that you shouldn't eat any carbs. I'm just saying like that's the shortcut yeah. uh, piece of advice people give for metabolic dysfunction and weight loss. Oh, cut your carbs, go keto. It's like, okay, that's really extreme. You don't need to do all of that. You could take <clears throat> Ovacetol. Sorry. Sorry. I didn't. <laughs> Ovacetol. Oh, <laughs> You could take, that, was, that was a real genuine that was genuine. So you could take Ovacetol with your meal to help improve your abil ability to metabolize what you're eating, your blood sugar control. 
Um, and you can also lower your carbs a little bit, but not extremely, just a little bit. And I mean, there's so many other things you can do. You can go gluten and dairy free, like gluten will reduce, gluten free will reduce your inflammation and going dairy free will help reduce your insulin levels because dairy really spikes insulin levels. Mm -hmm. And so there's just, there's a plethora of things you can do to help with blood sugar control. And I'd like to point out slow weighted workouts as well. Yeah. Because for me, if I stop weightlifting, those hangry attacks will come back after a while. So, so yeah, to, to mention that, like basically the, when, when you help increase lean muscle, it really helps with insulin sensitivity. There's basically more storage for glucose and it's helping to manage the sugars in your bloodstream and basically helping to convert them to energy mm-hmm. instead of them converting to fat so yeah. it really helps with insulin resistance and one thing to keep in mind too is when you're going on cardio runs it's always important when you have insulin resistance to keep them to sure. 30 minutes or less because when you go really long and intense what happens is your body dumps a lot of sugar into your bloodstream and when you have insulin resistance you're not able to convert that into uh, energy as efficiently and what happens is some of it gets stored as fat and then you don't get the results that you're looking for because of that um uh, yeah. insulin resistance so yeah i mean yeah. it is difficult to apply all these diet and lifestyle changes like tomorrow you know wake up and be perfect at gluten dairy free and do a slow weighted workout it's just not feasible it takes time mm-hmm. to adapt to these things but knowing this information is super helpful and yeah. also taking a supplement to help you in conjunction with these diet and lifestyle changes like taking ovacetol you know can really kickstart this um, insulin sensitivity journey and help with the weight loss process because you are targeting the metabolic dysfunction that has Mm -hmm. been stopping you from losing the weight so and for those wondering uh we have a 15 percent off code for ovacetol we personally like uh i mean most of you know ovacetol is a sponsor for the podcast but it's something that Talia was taking like years yeah. ago before even this podcast started because she truly yeah. like it got my got period back. Yeah. You know, it helped with my symptoms of hangry attacks. Yeah. I just in my mood changed like my cravings 15 minutes after I took it. Yeah. And I mean, when I started promoting it on Instagram before we were even affiliates, I was getting DMs from people saying like, oh my God, this is the best. This helped me with all these things and so on. And I was like, wow, like it's not just me. And so we just, we always have to talk about it when we talk about insulin resistance because it has been so helpful for people. You started taking like what, five, seven years ago? Yeah, a while ago. Yeah. So yeah, for those interested, we'll put a 15% off code in the podcast description. And again, it's the best when you combine it with diet and lifestyle and, um, yeah, can really help with insulin resistance. Yeah. So basically healing metabolic dysfunction is trying to make our cells function properly. And we're trying to make our digestive cells and insulin hormones work proper properly. And like we mentioned, there's so many things you can do to help with that. And we are here to help you apply these diet and lifestyle changes and talk about, you know, it on the podcast and what we do to manage my PCOS. <laughs> Sirak's life revolves around. <laughs> Just kidding. <laughs> but he is supportive. And he yeah. does enjoy a good gluten-free pizza every now and I then. I do. Like, like last night. That was so good. I mean, shout out to Sage. Who knew Sage, Sage 
when you like should we name our do? kids sage one day it's not a bad name actually sage it's a cute for, your, for your kid yeah it's a pretty good one but i fried it i fried the fried sage it, right? leaves it was so good and crunchy pumpkin seeds yeah, and pumpkin a sprinkle seeds. of coarse salt is that what yeah. it's called yeah sea salt yeah no no not the thin not the small granules of sea salt it's the coarse salt from whole foods okay i'm so sorry the the attention to detail sidak it it has to (laughs) i'm I'm, yeah i'm sorry very important losing the details you know what this making a gluten and dairy free pizza you guys i mean we'll talk about it in another episode but i could really i could make a whole episode about how to make the best gluten and dairy free pizza (laughs) why not we should it's do, all about the toppings. If anything, we should do a whole YouTube video about how to make a gluten dairy free pizza. I yes. mean, we kind of show it in our in our in the uh, membership. It the recipes there. Yeah, we show it there, but we also um, yeah, you no, know, we could we could do something. We could do something. Yeah, that'd be fun. Or do like a Instagram live where we're just like 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 a Martha Stewart like Martha Stewart and Snoop Dogg. We're just like making a pizza together. Oh of my course, gosh, we're not like smoking or something. But, you know, <laughs> we're like just making a whole pizza yeah. together. Anyway. Um, so are we going to move on to the DMs? Yes, let's talk about the DMs. Awesome. I asked sisters, was metabolic dysfunction explained to you before you were, I mean, when you were diagnosed or before in yeah. the past? It was actually 8%, only 8% said, said yes, yes, that metabolic dysfunction was explained to them. And of course, 92% said no. That's a huge majority. That means. I mean, I think that 8% just happened to stumble upon us before yeah. they got diagnosed Most with likely. PCOS. Most likely. And that's how they knew. Yeah. Unfortunately, no one's that's talking about it. it. Yeah. 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 <sighs> All right. So mad. How. So mad. Yeah. And then we asked the question How was PCOS explained to you? We asked this on Instagram. If you don't follow us on Instagram, it's at PCOS.weightloss. PCOS.weightloss. We have daily tips there every day but anyways we asked you how was pcos explained to you and first response was from zakila she said it was never figured it out as i went along and still learning a lot thanks to your page oh you're so welcome so glad you you're enjoying the page and learning from it that's the whole point Mm -hmm. i mean that's why we have all those posts yeah daisy may she says it wasn't really explained just if you want to have kids then you might need medication yeah well that is not an explanation. And whoever yeah. said that to you yeah. I mean, and Zakila said should be sa- referred straight to me. <laughs> yeah. And Zakila said the same thing. She said it was never. And that's just like not fair. You know, yeah. like you should be explained, especially like when it comes to birth control and stuff. It's never explained properly. It's unbelievable. It makes me so like shocked at how it's not explained at it's, all what it's doing. I can't. B- well, I mean, they'll scare you out of it if they actually told you no, the they truth. They make people think that, oh, you take birth control, you'll get your period. It's the only option, yeah. You know? Yeah. But they don't say that it's a fake period. It's not a period. Yeah, like it's crazy that they don't explain that aspect of it. And You're basically shutting down your entire hormonal system and letting synthetic hormones run you yeah. for 10, 15 years until you decide to get off of it yeah. from I mean, age it, 16 to 30. Yeah. You know. And again, it's okay if you're taking, like, if you want to take birth control and it's, it's going great, that's totally fine. It's not that we're not saying no one should take birth control. All we're saying is, like, it should Have be an exit explained. Plan. That, but it should be explained. Yeah. Hey, if you're, this is birth control, it can help you, but just know that it's not a real period. Just, just explain that. That's it. So it at least the person knows. Yeah, and you know what's and what the worst part of it? Yeah. You know, if, since we're on a tangent about birth control, they don't even tell you, hey, try this birth control, see if it helps with your symptoms. Yeah. 
they don't tell you like, oh, if you have suicidal thoughts or if you have, you know, yeah. depression and anxiety while on the pill, be very mindful of your mood and your your body and your aura and is your weight going up yeah. exponentially every day? Are you gaining a pound? Like this type of um, disclaimer. Yeah. I did not receive. I'll tell you that much. Yeah. Totally. That's what we so always dangerous. hear. So dangerous. We always hear. All right, let's continue. Okay, where were we? Uh, how was PCOS <laughs> explained to you? Uh, next answer is from, ooh, I like this Whole name. Whole Food Hipster. Whole Food Hipster. She says, uh, the doctor just said it just said it would be hard to get pregnant the doctor just said it would be hard to get pregnant i mean yeah, that's not enough you know you, that's you not an explanation more. whatsoever yeah. i mean not everyone is interested in getting pregnant at that moment not you everyone know, some wants want to get pregnant to... some people just want to thrive symptom free exactly. for the rest of their exactly. lives my god okay Sally says nothing just take birth control because you have cysts in your ovaries so you have pcos See, this I can understand. If you have dangerously large cysts and they say take birth control, it's going to help reduce the size. Okay. You know, if that's the case, fine. That's what they said to me. I was on it for like a year or something. And then I was like, okay, what's going on? We need to figure this out and get yeah. off of birth control because I didn't want to be on it forever. Um, an exit plan is yeah. ideal. You know, inflammation, insulin resistance all trigger ovarian cysts. So once you get that under control, why would you have ovarian cysts, right? Yeah. So. Yeah. Uh, uh, Anaka. Anaka says, lose weight and take birth control pills. Come on. Ali Come on, doctors. We could do better than that. We can do better than that. Alicia Virgin says that I need to lose weight and control blood sugar, that my weight was causing it all. Well, control blood sugar is a great piece That's of advice. That's a good part. But which would, needing to lose weight is not necessary. You can just... The weight will go away if you heal the metabolic dysfunction. Yeah. And the blood sugar issues. Yeah. Connie Matos says birth control would help regulate your periods. Again. Well, and just to go back, just, I'm sorry, to Alicia, she said that my weight was causing it all. Yeah, like when it's it, you. Yeah, when it's like the other way around, it's the blood sugar issues, yeah. the metabolic dysfunction that uh -huh. causes the symptom of weight gain. Yeah. So just to, just wanted to clarify that too. And it's yeah, not your fault. Yeah, absolutely. And yeah, Connie Mato said birth control would help regulate periods. And again, we just talked about that. So mm -hmm. um, yeah, we hope that kind of clarifies that situation with birth control. And we do have an episode actually with Dr. Jolene Brighton. And she's like an expert when it comes to birth control. She wrote a book called Beyond Birth Control. She talks about one, how to get off of birth control, but two, also how to manage your diet and lifestyle when you're on birth control. So she yeah. gives you two different aspects. Yeah. So highly recommend that book and I highly recommend our episode with her. You'll see it in our feed. That's right. Now, uh, before we get to our wins of the week, which is our sisters who, uh, who have, you know, done, uh, have great big wins in, in the recent past, we actually will be playing, man, it's so hard to talk when I'm looking at my phone. <laughs> I will be playing a voicemail from our hotline. Uh, if you don't know, we have a hotline at one eight not at but the phone number is one eight three three ask pcos one eight three three ask ask pcos and you can leave a voicemail or you can even just send a text message with either you know how we've helped you or just a question that you want to ask us to be played on the podcast so here is a question for today hey guys my name is jillian and i wanted to ask a question about dairy i know that we're supposed to be dairy free but i've also read some things that possibly other 
than cow's milk that we're allowed to have, like sheep's milk cheese or goat's milk cheese. And I just wanted to see what you guys thought about that and how you feel. Or if we shouldn't have any at all, no matter what animal it is. <laughs> Thank you so much. Bye. That's a great question. Yeah. Thank you, Jillian. Yeah. So with goat's milk cheese... Um, or goat's milk, it is actually shown to be less inflammatory than cow's milk. Mm -hmm. However, everyone is different. Everyone's reaction is different. So what I would do is cut everything dairy-related out first for 30 days and then see if that helps you in any way. So maybe your skin will clear, maybe your moods will be better, so on and so forth. Then add back in the goat's cheese or goat's milk and see if your symptoms come back. And if they don't, then you can probably tolerate it. But, you know, if they do, then you probably can't. So, yeah, it's really depends person to person. Yeah. And some people have said that um, or studies have shown that, you know, goat's milk does have less hormones in general compared to cow's milk. And but, you know, like Talian said, you don't really know how it's going to impact you until you cut it out for 30 days. And then if you're going to reintroduce it with goat's milk, you can kind of see how that goes. Mm-hmm. But um, yeah, it's a good, great question. Yes. All right. Let's go to the wins of the week. So again, as I mentioned, these are sisters who are managing their PCOS, losing weight, and just basically thriving with their PCOS. Yes. These are from our DM box. Where are the names? The names aren't here. Why are they cut off? I don't know. I'm so sorry. How okay? I'm gonna describe the picture in the DM. <laughs> okay. The do picture it. in the DM looks like is a, is a sister with her arms around her mister. They're looking at each other. The mister is wearing a black shirt, while the sister is wearing what seems to be a vest with a white long sleeve underneath. <laughs> I hope you know who you are, sister. <laughs> and she says, "I'm not one to share usually, but I just need to thank you both." You have changed my life. I have had no period for the last year and more. It has been one month of taking Vasitol, switching my workouts, and cutting out dairy and gluten, and today I got my period for the first time in a long time. My mood is better, and I am physically feeling better. You guys are lifesavers. Thank you, thank you, thank you. Oh, you my gosh. You are so welcome. That is amazing to I hear. I wish I knew your Instagram handle. I know. I, wish I don't know did. why I cut this off. Yeah, but... That's so, it makes me so happy to hear, sister. I'm I so know. happy that you, you got your period back and you're doing all these like... Following our method to yeah, a T. And the diet and lifestyle approach, you know, not doing yeah. things that are restrictive or things that, you know, maybe unnecessary, just mm-hmm. following a diet and lifestyle that's working for you. Yeah. Okay, our next sister has gorgeous hair in her profile picture, brown hair, and yeah. a blue sweater, it seems. Yeah. Hi, I and have... Great, ne- it looks like she has, her eyebrows are on fleek, so <laughs> looking great. Hi, I have never had a painless period. I was on birth control for about a little over a year, but started taking a Vastal in conjunction where I took it for four months. Then I built up the courage to stop birth control and just take Ovastol. And my first period without birth control and only Ovastol was so painless. I can actually go to work and not call out sick. This stuff really works and I'm not even fully gluten free yet. Thank you for all your help. You're so welcome, and I'm so happy for you. Yeah, and it's like a symptom that we've heard so many from so many sisters, and like how like like you know it's so hard to manage, you know, when you're going throughout your day. So yeah, so great to hear that she she improved that and got better. I chose three wins this week. I usually choose two. Four. Oh no, it's what? No. Oh no, no, that's the thing. Okay, yeah, okay. there's three. Okay. All right. Well, the next sister, she has also what looks like long hair, long hair with like blonde highlights. Like a balayage. What? Balayage. Is that what it's called? It's a hairstyle yes. coloring thing. Okay. All right. It looks like she's wearing like a pink sweater 
with a dark background. So I hope you know who you are. <laughs> she says, Tallinn, I started my period yesterday without birth control. All natural. Oh my God. I haven't had a period in over a year and I haven't had a natural period in over five years. I'm so in shock and can't thank you enough. Ovastol is amazing. Gluten dairy are amazing. And you're amazing. Tallinn, you're, you're amazing. But yeah, it's just that you're amazing, honestly. Like, Aww. that's great. And that's awesome. I love hearing this. Yeah. Especially, you know, like in her situation, she didn't have a natural period in over five years. You know, like how, like, how that can feel like, yeah, it can feel like a very long time. It can feel like I know I almost didn't like have impossible. mine for a whole year. Yeah. So it's a great inspiration for anyone who feels like it's impossible or feels like they may never get to where they want to get. I think this is exactly why we read these wins of the week to inspire others just to know that it's possible and that, you know. You yeah. can thrive with PCOS. You can thrive with PCOS, just like all the sisters that we talk about in the wins of the week. Yeah. All righty yeah, then. Sisters, it's been a pleasure chatting with you. Yeah. I hope you love this episode. It was kind of like a science lesson, but it's great to know these things. And yeah. if you want to re-listen to it, go for it. Mm-hmm. Maybe it'll help. I like to re-listen to some podcasts, you know, especially if they're sciencey. Yeah. To help let that information settle in. Absolutely. You know what's funny? Like we had, we got two tomatoes, but like we don't have any more for like a probably another <laughs> month because there's, they're all in like a baby stage. So I hope you enjoy those two tomatoes. Oh. Who knows if we'll get ever any more. Yeah. If the squirrels steal them, I don't think we'll have any tomatoes. Yeah. Do squirrels eat tomatoes? I don't know. Are they carnivores? or No, they eat nuts. So they're not nuts. carnivores. Yeah. Carnivores? I don't know. Are you crazy? I know. I am a little crazy. You never know with these squirrels. They're pretty crazy. We have the craziest squirrels in our community. I mean, okay, we're going to go, but (laughs) the squirrels in our community, they like literally uh, charge at people. Like if you're walking and they're like, they're in the tree and there's a tree. Yeah. Yeah. Like they'll be in the tree branch right above your head and be like, yeah. And you're like, what's going on? Like you feel like they're going to jump at you yeah. and like take an eye out you know or something. You know those videos where you see squirrels attack people? I've never seen that. I've seen videos. I can totally see that happening. I hate squirrels. I'm scared to death. Just because of this community, yeah. They're all like that here. Oh, my God. Anyway. Okay. All right. Well, let's go on a walk and hopefully we don't get attacked. No. <laughs> all right, sisters. Thank you so much for listening. We'll be back next week. Talk to you soon. Bye. Bye. If you enjoyed listening to this podcast, you have to come check out The Sisterhood. It's my monthly membership site where sisters just like you are learning how to move through the stages of PCOS. From stage one, cold and alone at the doctor's office, to stage five, nailing the PCOS lifestyle, gluten and dairy free. Get ready to finally feel in control of your body again.